Sherry, Sherry, quite contrary. How does your list grow with challenges, ads, quizzes, and collaborations with those you know? <laughs> yep, came up with that all by myself right here in the cafe. Come on inside. I promise it's not going to all be that corny. It's time for the Growth Strategies Cafe podcast designed specifically for female online business owners. I'm your host, Teresa Cleveland, and I believe we can all make a difference in that having a successful online business is one of the best ways to do that. Let's be real though, growing an online business isn't always easy. It definitely doesn't look sexy all the time, and it's one of the most fulfilling endeavors you can take on. There are no secrets to building a successful business. There's just the stuff you don't know yet, and we'll be talking about it all here in the cafe. Whether you're on your way to six figures or beyond, on, you are in the right place. So grab your favorite beverage and pull up a chair. Let's get to it. Hey, welcome to Growth Strategies Cafe. I'm your host, Teresa Cleveland, and I'm so glad you stopped by today. We're talking about one of my favorite subjects, and it's list building. So I got to ask, okay, have you ever been in that place where you wish you could make a sale, fill a class, or just bring in one more freaking client? <sighs> I definitely have. And I mean, sometimes it's to be able to pay the bills while another time it might be because, you know, we crave that confirmation that our offer is actually a good one and that it's landing with our clients the way that we want it to, right? There have been times where I set a goal and I just wanted to meet that goal and prove to myself that I could do it. And then there's those other times where, you know, I want my spouse or my family to see that their support and sacrifices aren't in vain. And from what I gather from conversations I've had with clients and people in the past, I'm not alone in any one of those places. So whatever the reason it is that you're trying to make that sale, this is where your reach, your visibility really comes into play, right? You're building your reputation out there. And along with that, you've been list building, or at least I hope you have. So when it comes to list building, unfortunately, for so many of us, it falls to the bottom of the task list, right? There's a variety of reasons for that, which we're not going to get into today. Maybe we'll have Mindy on to talk about some of those. Anyway, that may be you or maybe you've just been plugging away way, feeling like you're doing all of the freaking things and you just don't seem to have the heart or energy to be consistent anymore. Lord knows I've been in both of those boats more times than I'd like. And look, like it or not, here's a simple and hard pill to swallow. List building is an important activity in most businesses today, and it greatly contributes to the financial health of our companies. We've got to be doing it. So many benefits, though. It allows us to stay in contact with people who have like raised their hands and said yes, okay? Every time somebody fills out that form on your website and says submit, whatever it says, give it to me now, whatever your call to action button is, what they're saying is, yes, I like what you have to say and I want to hear more. And when you respect those people on your list, you know, the people on the other side of that email address, then you're going to grow a loyal following who many times become, as my friend Bob Berger refers to them, your walking ambassadors. That means they're going to go out there, they're going to be sharing your brilliance with everybody they know who needs what you have. So why on earth is this such a mysterious thing? We're always looking for that secret combo, that secret bullet, right? We just want to grow the list because we want to help more people. 
Let's get into it then, okay? Now, whether you're the new kid on the block or you've been around for a while, I'm sure you've probably heard this conversation before and it goes kind of like this. You know, if you're gonna be in business, you need to build a list, right? The money is in your list. So grow your list. And then of course, the next question is like, well, how? And you'll be told, create a lead magnet. And then the question is, well, about what? Well, whatever you think would be good. Okay, then what? Well, go put it up on your website and tell people about it. Well, what people? Your audience. What audience? I don't even have an audience yet. That's why I want to grow a list, right? Well, send it to the people on your list. What? That's what I'm doing here, trying to grow a list. Well, you know, post on social, you know, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever you can. Be sure to get into those Facebook groups and spam, uh, uh, I mean, share it with everybody. And be sure to throw some money in those ads too. Jeez, okay. I mean, my gosh, lots and lots of hype, right? And it freaking gets old. Oh my goodness, hold on. Then there's those posts that we see that are kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I just threw together this PDF and put it out there on hour ago and I already have like 40 bazillion downloads. Just wanted to share and let you know you've got this. Keep going. I know you can do it. Link in bio to find out how to make it happen. Now, and this is about the place where we want to facepalm, right? Because we're thinking, oh my God, now I know I suck because I've tried hashtag all the things and I now have three three subscribers, and zero clients. I don't know. Can you tell? Been there, done that. So today I'm going to share a few things, okay? I'm not here to discourage anyone, but I think it's really, really important to acknowledge a few truths, okay? I believe when we're armed with this knowledge that we're going to be able to sidestep a good deal of that hype and you're going to be able to build your list more purposefully and on a really solid foundation. Now, this first one, I know it's going to sound condescending, and that's not my intention. This is just a fact, okay? Everybody starts at zero, right? I know, duh. But for real though, remind yourself of this. When you see those posts like the one I just mentioned or any of the other BS that's out there, just remember everybody started at zero. And here's another one you've probably heard. It's not about the numbers. Well, that sounds like some patronizing bullshit, doesn't it? I'm here to tell you that it is absolutely about the numbers. And the thing is, though, you want to make sure that you're looking at the right ones. If you're just trying to rack up the highest number of subscribers, I get it in the beginning. It feels good to see those numbers grow. But let me share this with you. There's a fairly well-known copywriter in my orbit who grew a tremendous list. I mean, so big. Her list grew so big. It was from a quiz that she did. It was something like, um, what's your 80s personality or something of that nature? Woohoo, big numbers. Guess what, though? It had nothing to do with her business. Like, could some of those people have been in need of her products and services? Sure. Sure they could. But the chances are that number was really low. And I mean, she came to see this and she talks about it today as well. You know, you can grow that list. You can get those numbers on there. But it really wasn't contributing to her business or her bottom line at all. So here's the numbers that you want to keep an eye on. And dare I say, hey, track them. So they're opens. How many people are actually opening your emails? If out of those three people on your list, one of them is the only one that's opened your email in the last six months, it's time to prune that list. And that's a whole other discussion. So today we're just going to like touch on uh, the surface of some of these. I'm always available to talk and strategize, reach out. I'm happy to do that. So we've got opens and then click throughs. How many people are actually clicking on the call to action in your email? You are including a call to action, right? 
So that is read more here, listen to the podcast, check out the video, whatever that call to action is that is going to get move them down the pike. So these numbers that I'm talking about, obviously, are for your existing list. And as you grow the list, these are the things that you want to look at to really figure out what's working and what's not. Replies. How many of those folks are hitting reply to let you know how what you wrote made them feel? Did they love it? Did they hate it? Like both of those, that's valuable, valuable information. And then conversions, of course. How many people are moving through your process from the email to the call to action to whatever service or offer that you have for them. So again, that's a topic for another day, but your email marketing plan should have a purpose. There should, it shouldn't just be willy nilly emails going out just because somebody said that you should send one out every month. Again, whole other conversation. And then this one is, uh, I call it a bonus, but you know, I always like to also look at the number of shares, like how many people are actually sharing my email, right? Because so many times we hear that, you know, birds of a fly, birds of a feather flock together. So if it's helpful to them, hopefully they're sharing it with their community where it would be helpful for them as well. So the next truth I want to share is some lists are simply going to grow more quickly than others based on the industry. There, I said it. Like, I know some people are going to act like it's not true, but it is. Now, that doesn't mean it's impossible for you to grow your list. Let's look at this example, okay? Like in the business to business space, social media hacks, money making shortcuts, Facebook ads, how to Instagram reels, whatever, those seem to blow up a lot quicker than things like business foundations, operations, or planning and things of that nature, right? So I want you to think about it. Is there something in your industry that everyone flocks to? whether it's puppy training, whether it's how to organize, is there something in your industry that you see like people are just racking up the numbers and people are just jumping on what they have to offer? There tends to be that in in most industries and that's okay. That doesn't mean anything to you or about you. At the end of the day, even if the number of opt-ins is fantastic, if we're not providing consistent value, if it's just all that pomp and circumstance that's out there that, you know, draws the attention, and that's not the case for a lot of people that are growing their numbers really quickly. I don't, I don't want to give you that impression, but there's a good number that are. Anyway, if we're not providing consistent value, the numbers that matter are going to be dismal. So those people who are just like, oh my gosh, here's this great thing. And you know, they just had a good marketing or a good headline or whatever, and people grabbed it. When it comes right down to it, you know, the open, that initial open is going to be great. But how many people are actually going through the welcome sequence? How many people are actually clicking through to things? How many people are unsubscribing once they get what they signed up for? So, you know, it does come back to the fact that we need to provide consistent value, okay? Now, I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg, but I do know that there's an order to growing a sustainable business. And while social media, Facebook ads, money-making tactics are all really important, having your foundation in place ensures that you have much, much better chance of success with everything else that you do in your business. So looking back at that conversation about growing your list that I shared, right? Like how, where, who, that whole conversation is backwards. 
And you might say like, well, how do you know, Teresa? Well, here's how I know. Because when someone's saying, I don't even know what to create, chances are it's because they don't know their ideal client well enough, or they're not really clear on their product or service. Like they're really coming at it with just a business idea. And that's where the cart gets in front of the horse. I heard somebody talking last week. Oh my gosh, I can't remember who it was. But he was saying that, you know, a lot of people will come to him and say, hey, how do I become a great speaker. I want to become this, you know, inspirational speaker. And he said, well, you know, what's your topic? What are, What is it that you want to talk about? Well, I don't know. I just, I really just want to grow a business with this. I haven't really, you know, mapped everything out yet. And again, that's just backwards. Yes, because we can talk about things. We can go out and make money as a speaker and we can make money as a female online business owner. But we really need to go back to that foundation, right? So let's go all the way back to the beginning to your foundation. And yep, I'm talking about mission, vision, and values. All right, don't roll your eyes or click away. Stick around because I want you to know that everything in your business is predicated on these three fundamental pieces. So let's just break it down in the simplest terms that I can. Mission is what you do who you do it for, and why you do it, and your vision, where you're going, and how you plan to get there, and then your values. Like, what do you actually value in life? Because that comes into your business, because I don't think there's any such thing as just business values, right? It's what do you value? So what do you stand for? And sometimes it's even especially what you don't stand for. If you take a minute, can can you really seriously think about it? Can you see that when you know who you serve and you know how your product or service helps them, can you see how it becomes like so much easier to be able to offer something that they value enough to trade their email address for? Like we talk about freebies. I don't think it's a freebie. I think that they are trusting me. They're giving me their email address. They're going to allow me into their inbox. So I don't take that lightly. There's nothing free about that. They are giving something in exchange for whatever it is that you're offering. Catch myself before I go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) So let's go back to the conversation, right? Because now it looks a little different. And I'll use myself as an example with some of the answers. That conversation now looks like this, like grow your list. Well, how? Well, who's your ideal client? Female online business owners. Well, what do you do for them? I help them pinpoint why their business isn't growing so they can make a greater impact and make more money without getting bogged down in yet another course or program. Well, what are your values? Candor, accountability, collaboration, growth, supportive communities. And where this comes into play, just as a side note, where this comes into play is then how you're going to show up and how you're going to deliver or not deliver your services and products. All right. So how do you help them? Like what's your delivery vehicle? Well, we use my next best steps framework and we do that via mentoring and or strategy sessions. So then based on all of that, what lead magnet can you create that lets female online business owners know that you can help them? Oh, got it. So that's when I created my behind the scenes of the successful online business. So next question, where do they hang out or who do you know that can introduce you to them? So this is where I list out the groups that they're in along with people that I want to collaborate with or podcast and or podcasts that I want to be a guest on or even people that I want to invite here to the podcast. So great. All right, here's the deal. Get your lead magnet set up and on your website and share it in the appropriate places where your people are. 
then create a plan and begin reaching out to those people that you want to collaborate with. And if it's in your marketing plan, run some ads to your lead magnet page. Do you see how that all comes together so much easier? And yeah, I didn't sit down and do this in an afternoon. It really took some time and effort. You know, this is part of the job. If you're struggling to grow your list, I'm inviting you to go back to your foundation, revisit your mission, vision, and values. And if you haven't done that yet, what better time than now, right? So if you've tried everything else, what's it going to hurt to give this some attention? And then once you've got that nailed down, then have that grow your list conversation with yourself and see if things don't go a little smoother and that it actually is more productive. So when we get really clear on that, though, again, we get to sidestep a lot of that other hype that's coming at us all the time. And we're able to show up more authentically, we're able to really have the conversations that the people that we want to talk with are having, right? We're doing that market research, we're listening to we get to know our audience, and we really get to know who they are and what they need help with. And so it's very rare that you're going to find yourself in a position where you're just like, Oh, my gosh, I don't know what to create. I don't know what to blog about today. I don't know what to post about this week. When you really get in here and do this foundational work, it just makes all the other parts sing. They like they just it goes so much smoother when you do this work first. Now, to be clear, because you know, I don't deal in absolutes, this is not a one and done. This is not you know, just follow these simple, quote unquote, steps, and you're going to be done. I'm not saying that this is going to make all of your list building activities walk in the park, but it will absolutely cut through a lot of the frustration and give you a solid foundation that you're able to build on. And you're going to add to this as you learn more about your ideal client and your audience. As you grow, you're going to develop your own market research strategies. Yep, list building is an ongoing activity in your business. And while I've never heard anyone say, man, I sure wish I would have waited to start growing my list. I have also never heard anyone say, that's it, we're good. The list is big enough. I've worked with some business owners who have massive lists and they are consistently growing that list. There's a whole breakdown as to the people who make up your list, tire kickers and on and on and on. Again, not getting into that today, but just, you know, really putting it out there that this is an ongoing activity. You can download the workbook that go along with today's episode on the show notes page at growthstrategiescafe.com forward slash truth hyphen about hyphen list hyphen building. It'll be in the show notes wherever you're listening. I'll make sure that that uh, link is there. And of course, I'm here if you need somebody to work through it with. There's a spot on the same page to schedule a time to talk. Well, that's it for this week. But be sure to tune in next week when Meredith Liepeld is joining me to share some simple ways to beef up your PR efforts for the rest of this year and into 2022. Until then, let's go make a difference. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Growth Strategies Cafe podcast. If it resonated with you, be sure to share it on Facebook and tag me to let me know how you're using this info to grow your online business. And of course, you're always welcome in our free Facebook community and you can get there by going to growthstrategiescafe.com forward slash Facebook. Hey, while you're at it, go ahead and invite a friend. We'd love to have you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.